This evening, ooh, this evening we're going to be reading from the gospel according to John, John chapter 1, beginning in verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, the Word already existed, the Word was with God and the Word was God, He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him, and nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. May we be blessed this evening by the reading and the hearing of God's word. Let's pray. Good evening, Lord. We thank you for this opportunity that you've given us to gather together like this and to to worship you, to sing praises, to share the joy of this season with one another, and to get a break in the middle of what for many has been just an exhausting season. And here we are on the cusp, that moment when all of the waiting of Advent ceases and the celebration of your arrival begins. So be with us now in these moments where we reflect on these words. May them be words that transform us. Sometimes even even through something that can be so familiar, something we've done for many years, if we stop and we're present, we can hear your voice. So be with us. We pray this in your holy and precious name. Amen. Light. We've been doing this uh, Advent series called Advent in Plain Sight. And um, the idea is that there are going to be things that you're going to see throughout the year that hopefully when you see them, this it'll bring to mind what we've talked about during this Advent season. Before we jump in, though, I want to just say this. Thanks for being here tonight. I, I mean that. Like, um, it, it's been hectic. Today was a hectic day. I don't know about what it was like for you, but I'm sitting up here and I'm thinking to myself, it's cold, right? It is. It's cold, and um, sometimes there's emergencies in the middle of the day, and it is the day before Christmas, and and all this stuff is going on. Um, but I really appreciate the fact that you took time 
to come here and be here this evening and um, allowed me to be part of your celebration. And so thank you for that. I, I mean that from um, the bottom of my heart. I do appreciate that. Um, so, so tonight we're going to talk about light for just a little bit. Denise always gives me really good advice during the holidays, and she said one of her, she'd been giving me this bit of advice for years, uh, on Christmas Eve especially, keep it short. So, <laughs> did I get an amen for that one? That's awesome. Um, yeah, so light. Now light, uh, in the Bible, throughout the scriptures, you're going to find that uh, as you go back and you read through the Old Testament and the New Testament, um, you're going to find that light is often used to symbolize God. It's often used to symbolize faith. And it's often used to symbolize holiness. And this passage of scripture that we read from just a moment ago, it's just one example. It just happens to be one of the most famous examples. But, but it's just one example of how the author uses light to symbolize the divine nature of Jesus. And so, I mean, obviously, we've, we, we've read it, and we've, some of us, we've read it so many times, we already know, like, all right, he's talking about Jesus, and this is where this is going to go. And then next thing, he's going to talk about John the Baptist, and how John the Baptist was talking about how the light was going to come into the world, and the, light, and the darkness couldn't conquer the light, and then all that. Like, we know it. We've read it. Uh, so it's, it's a very famous example of how the author uses light to, to lay claim to, to explain the divinity of Jesus. And what he's saying here in this little bit is that the light, the light has existed forever. The light does exist now, and the light will exist forever. And, and all things, all things that you know, all the people you know, all the all the things that you know, all the things that we know as people, they all exist as a result of this light. That all things come into being through this light. And that this light stands as a testimony to God's unfailing love. That's the light. And on Christmas Eve, we come together to celebrate this light by singing songs, joining together in communion, and lighting candles. And it's interesting because when people, people will call the church and they're like, do you have a Christmas Eve service? And we'll say, yeah. And they'll say, do you take communion? Yes. Do you light candles? Yes. Okay, we're going to be there. <laughs> I honestly didn't know there was any other way. But as Christians, we're called not only to walk in the light, but we're also called to be the light for others. We're light bearers. So a couple of weeks ago, I was driving home. It had gotten dark. I don't know what I was doing out because I generally like to be home and cozy before it's dark because I'm old. And so... I was out. I probably was... Marvin's saying, you're not old. I guess it's all relative. My kids will tell you I am. Marvin will tell you I'm not. Do it that way, you will, Marvin. Um, 
So anyway, I was probably, to be honest with you, we were either eating or shopping, because that's the only thing that gets us out at night. And we were coming back from Providence. And where I live, the easiest way to get home nowadays is you go down Central Pike and then you cut down John Wright Road. Does everybody know where I'm at? Okay. Those of you that live in my neighborhood, you know exactly where I'm at. That's right, I'm looking at you. Um, and so I was driving home, and I, last year I got a new truck, and this is a new thing to me, and, and you may all be like, oh, gosh, Jeff, cars have been doing that for years. I had an old car. But my headlights, my high beams are automatic. Yeah, so like you have them on, right? And if another car is approaching you, or if it's too light, they dim. I didn't know that until I accidentally was high beaming somebody and my lights went down. And Denise was like, that was really cool. And I said, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm driving down John Wright Road and my high beams are going on and off, on and off, on and off, because there are so many Christmas lights on that road. I mean, some of the yards on that road, it, it, it looks like an amusement park. And, and I realized, right, that, that I don't actually need to have my high beams on. So I just turned the high beams off because they weren't going to work anyway. And as I drove, I began to realize I don't actually need to worry about the darkness. Like, I don't have to worry about how dark it's going to get. It's not going to get dark. There's too many lights. Too many lights. There's no way it's going to get dark. And then as I got a little bit closer to home, I started just laughing to myself and smiling. It just, like, I started actually paying attention to the lights. It, I, honestly, I was just driving. I wasn't paying attention until my high beam stopped working. And then, and then I started looking at the lights and then all the way through our neighborhood, I started looking at the lights, and it just, it just made me happy. And I will be honest with you, some of the lights look like they were paid for. Like, I mean, people paid to have someone else decorate their house. It was meticulous. Just perfect. Like, for years, it, that's not my house, for years I would have a bundle that was left, and I'd get to the end, and I would just shove them in the garage door. And some of them look like that's exactly what they do, right? Because some of the houses, it looks like it was haphazard. It was like, hey, let's buy some lights. And then next year, they're like, let's buy some more lights. They're like, do you remember what our lights looked like? And they're like, no. And it doesn't matter. We'll just buy more lights. And all of a sudden, you're like, well, we got this kind over here. We got this kind over here. And yeah, let's do this. Let's put a massive reindeer up there. And then let's do the Grinch. And he can be pulling the lights off the house. And then, right? You've seen that one. And, and it's just, it's like, oh my gosh, is there any thought at all to this? But it didn't matter because you know what? They all brought me joy. I was laughing. And maybe this is kind of what it means to be people who walk in the light. Maybe we, we walk in the light so that others don't have to worry about the darkness. We, we bring joy into the world, and at the same time, we help one another know that it's going to be okay. Some of us are very intentional in the way that we try to walk in the light, yeah? 
And others of us, man, it seems like we're just running about haphazardly doing it. Have you ever met somebody that you're like, you're not even trying and you make me feel like I've been near Jesus? That's the kind of person I want to be. I'm not there yet. But I'm going to be the first to admit, too, walking in the light and trying to be the type of person that brings light into the world, it is not easy. It's not easy. Again, I'm thinking about decorating a Christmas the, the, for with Christmas lights. I am slow to put them up on my house. And often I have to get coaxed a little bit. Jeff, we're just a few weeks out. Do you think you could go out and put the Christmas lights up? And I do it. And I do it, I realize, because I actually get to see joy from my family when I do it. Because to be honest with you, like, I could really care less if there are lights on the house. But my family loves it. And then when I'm done, not necessarily while I'm doing it, I'll be honest with you, not necessarily while I'm doing it, but when I'm done with it, I'm so glad that I did it. But I also thought about this. In order for me to get out there and do the work, I have to stop for a moment and focus on other people. Because if I'm just focused on myself, it's not going to get done. I have to want to see other people happy. It's the only way I'll go out and I'll hang lights. And it seems to me that we live in a world where it's not only acceptable nowadays, but it's actually kind of expected that we're going to be negative people. That we're going to be, we're going to be okay with making negative comments about others. That we're going to be okay with attacking each other's characters and, 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 and bringing into question other people's motives. That, that we're going to be okay with, with engaging in what can simply be classified as hateful speech. Again, it's not just, it's like it's not even just acceptable, it's expected. But we're so focused on ourselves, we don't even take the time to consider how our words and how our actions may impact other people around us. I was told recently that this is what is known as or referred to as throwing shade. And I think that's great. That is so appropriate that that's what that's called. Right? I read a book a couple months ago where the author referred to this as shadow management. And, and what he defines shadow management is this. It happens when we identify someone or something as an enemy and we begin to attack them. I'm not going to ask you if you've ever done it. I'm just going to assume that you're human and you have. I know I have. The truth is this, though. Where shadow management exists, there is darkness. When we are engaged in shadow management, we are creating 
darkness. When we are involved in shadow management, we are help, we're helping to spread darkness in this world. And I think about myself, and I think about the times that I do it, and I just seem so ready to do it. And then I come on Christmas Eve to celebrate the coming of the light. How can I celebrate the coming of the light on Christmas Eve when it seems like almost every other day I'm willing to spread darkness? Because right, John reminds us that Jesus is the light. It's the light that overcomes darkness. Shadow management is dispelling, is dispelled by sharing the light. We are called to bring peace on earth and goodwill toward others. Not just at Christmas, but all the time. We're called to spread the light. Here's the interesting thing to me. Even when I'm thinking only about the people in my family, while I'm putting up those Christmas lights every year. Right? I do it for them. I do it for their happiness. But here's the thing. Anyone who happens to go by our house gets to see those lights and gets to enjoy them if they want. I'm not out front saying, no, these are only for my family. And I think that's the thing about light. It shines in the darkness for everyone. And as John wrote so long ago, in this light shines God's unfailing love, God's faithfulness, and God's glory. Amen.